You're listening to a podcast from Father Peter Smith, St. Columbus Parish, North Lycard, on the 28th Sunday in Ordinary Time. And now here's Father Peter. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Jesus said to the chief priests and the elders of the people, The kingdom of heaven may be compared to a king who gave a feast for his son's wedding. He sent his servants to call those who had been invited, but they would not come. Next, he sent some more servants. Tell those who have been invited, he said, that I have my banquet all prepared. My oxen and fattened cattle have been slaughtered. Everything is ready. Come to the wedding. But they were not interested. One went off to his farm, another to his business. And the rest seized his servants, maltreated them and killed them. The king was furious. He dispatched his troops and destroyed those murderers and burnt their town. Then he said to his servants, The wedding is ready, but as those who were invited proved to be unworthy, go to the crossroads in the town and invite everyone you can find to the wedding. So the servants went out onto the roads and collected together everyone they could find, bad and good alike, and the wedding hall was filled with guests. The Gospel of the Lord. I think there are a number of important messages in tonight's Gospel. The very first one that I saw was, don't say no to the king when he invites you to a wedding. That's a big mistake. But clearly Jesus' parable was about his own time. It was about how the Pharisees were the ones who saw themselves as being the important and prized ones. They were the ones who thought they were special. And yet Jesus is saying to them, you are the ones we've invited to join in the feast of the kingdom of heaven. And yet you have proved unworthy. But those who have proved worthy are the ones that seem to be those who are on the outside, the good and the bad alike. In Luke's version of this, they go out to the highways and byways and bring in the poor, the struggling, the needy, the good and the bad, and all fill the banquet hall. And so it seems that Jesus' message is that those who have been invited and think themselves most important in God's kingdom often prove so unworthy. And those who would seem to be the ones who should be left out are the ones who actually are the most prized and important in God's kingdom. Currently, Pope Francis has called together the church around the world in a synod on synodality. Really strange title. But Pope Francis has tried to look at a different vision of church. As we know, the church and its leadership is very hierarchical. The pope at the top, the cardinals and bishops on the next level and lay people and religious and then priests are down here somewhere. (laughs) Or maybe that's just me. But Pope Francis is trying to look at a different model, the model of synodality. And so he has called together people from all over the world, not just bishops this time, but religious leaders and lay people as well. And he's called them together and asked them to talk about the future of the church. One of the really interesting things actually was the way that Pope Francis wanted the hall set up. 
Instead of him standing up on the stage and all the people down there listening to him, he got tables and everybody sat around the tables in circles. It, to me, was a real symbol of how Pope Francis wanted to initiate discussions around how we can be a better church, how we can break down those hierarchical structures. Because so much, in a sense, hinges on the fact that most people in our church are the ones who are left out of the wedding feast of decision-making in our church. The big problem that Pope Francis has, however, is the bishops. So many bishops around the world are against what Pope Francis is trying to do, especially in America. Not all of them, but a great majority of bishops in America are so opposed to this notion of synodality. I don't know why, but I can only guess that they're frightened of losing their own power. Many of our own bishops have also attended with lay people and religious from across Australia as well. And our hope is that they too will hear that voice. I have a little problem about it because I'm a bit skeptical. When our bishops decided that lay people and religious and priests and bishops should all gather together, they held a plenary council, which is quite different to a synod. A plenary council allows everybody to have their say, but in the end, it's only bishops who get to vote. In a synod, everybody gets to vote. Everybody has a say. And I think that model is not something that Pope Francis is just putting in place in this synod. It's actually been the way that he has lived the whole time since he's been Pope. I, I don't know if you recall, but when he first became Pope, he, instead of going with his limousine driver back to the hotel, he jumped in his own little car and drove down and paid his own bill at the hotel. He then came back and he said to his limousine driver, look, I'm sorry, but I won't require your services anymore. I will always ensure that you have a job, but I don't want a driver. I really can drive myself. Then he ascended and sat in the chair of Peter, took on the, the power, and the first thing he did was, we need some showers and toilets in the Vatican for the poor and the smelly. Let's do that. That's the kind of pope I want to follow. That's the kind of pope who is synodal in the way in which he works. But don't get the today's gospel wrong, because the poor and the marginalised that Jesus was talking about were not just those who had no money, those who were disenfranchised. It was the people who were totally left out, who weren't able to be a part of the kingdom. And I think often that's us in our modern church, that we're not a part of the decision-making. And that's what Francis is trying to overturn. Jesus was totally inclusive. He listened to the needs and attended to everybody, especially the widows and orphans, those who were the most powerless in his own society. He shunned the people who had all the power, the Pharisees, the scribes, the publicans, other people Jesus thought were not interested in hearing the word of God. And so Pope Francis has gathered together a synod. We pray that it will bring about change in the church, that those who are most left out of decisions, lay people, especially women, religious orders, people who, have, who should all have, dare I say, a voice in our church.